Hey there, thanks for joining me for another episode of Podcasting for Educators. If this is your first time listening, welcome. And if this isn't your first time, thank you for coming back. I so appreciate you being here. About a month ago, I put out a survey to listeners to learn a little bit more about you and hear what kind of topics you wanted to see covered on the podcast. And the topic of monetization came up a lot. So today I want to cover three ways that you can monetize your podcast, even if you don't have a huge audience. Welcome to Podcasting for Educators, the podcast that helps TPT authors and other online educators launch and grow their show. I'm Sarah former elementary school teacher turned podcast manager, and I'm on a mission to help you get your podcast out and into the ears of those who need it most. Busy teachers, counselors, literacy specialists, SLPs, parents, and everyone in between. Each week, we'll cover quick tips, strategies, and podcast industry updates so that you can be on top of your podcasting game and gain some new customers along the way. Are you ready? Let's get to it. All right, so I am going to cover three possible options for how you can monetize your podcast. And I'm going to kind of just give you a general overview of these things. And if I get a lot of questions on any of these, I can do another episode that kind of dives deeper into these individual options. So the first thing I want to cover is the option of creating a Patreon account. And you may or may not have heard of Patreon before. It acts as kind of like a membership and a place to create a community with your podcast listeners. So it gives them a space to discuss things with each other, with you, dive deeper into your podcast content. And in order to join that community, they have to pay for it. So when you create a Patreon account as the podcast host or as the creator, there's different tiers that you can set. And so some people will just have one set tier and that's it. And others have like, you know, two or three different tiers where there's different price options. And in each of those tiers, they would include a variety of different things depending on which level you choose to join. Usually I see tiers be about anywhere from like $5 to $20 a month that the listener has to pay to be a part of that community. And so they can sign up to pay monthly or they can sign up annually, which usually comes with some sort of savings if they purchase the whole year at one time. And so with any of these, there are several different similar platforms out there. I would say that Patreon is like the most popular And I think it really is a great platform. I have a client who uses it, and I'll tell you how she uses it in just a minute. But first, I want to acknowledge that when you use a platform like this, they're going to take some sort of compensation. They're going to take a percentage of the money that you make because they are the ones hosting your community. And so for Patreon specifically, they take either 5%, 8%, or 12% based on the level that you choose to sign up for. And I think in most cases, you could probably just sign up for, you know, the level one. And so they would take 5% of your money that comes in from your listeners to be a part of this community. 
And I know we're talking about Patreon right now, but I do want to just kind of compare this to Apple Podcasts because you may have heard that Apple Podcasts now has paid subscriptions for podcasts where you as the podcast host, you have the option to monetize your podcast through Apple. And they have three different kinds. When you have your podcast on Apple, there's kind of three different categories that you can fall under. So you can have your free content, which if you have a podcast, that's probably you. Your podcast episodes go up every week and it is free for people to listen. And in my opinion, that is how a public podcast should be. It should be a free piece of content for you to listen to. Then they have something that I just saw this. I had not heard of this before, but it's called freemium, (laughs) freemium with an F. And that means that your audience can listen for free, but then they pay for extras. And then they have a premium level where your audience pays to actually listen to any of your podcast content. And I'm going to read you this word for word from the Apple Podcasts website, it says, with Apple Podcast subscriptions, you, you being the podcast host, receive 70% of the subscription price at each billing cycle, minus applicable taxes. After a subscriber accumulates one year of paid service, so after you've paid for this service for one year, your net revenue increases to 85% of the subscription price, minus taxes. Your other podcast revenue, including any ads, will stay 100% yours. So they're saying that if you sign up to use subscriptions, you're receiving 70% of those subscriptions that come in. That means that they're taking 30%, which is like astronomical to me, especially when you compare it to Patreon, where even if you're at their most premium package, they're taking 12%. So in my opinion... Apple podcast subscriptions just like don't make sense, at least for at least for most of us in this teacherpreneur online business space. I just don't see it making sense. And not to mention that this is only available for people who listen to Apple Podcasts and who are Apple users. There's tons of people out there who do not use Apple products. And so by creating an Apple subscription, you're really just limiting yourself to Apple users. So Just wanted to give you that comparison in case you've been hearing a little bit about Apple subscriptions. So back to Patreon, let's talk about some ways that creators, podcast hosts use their Patreon to create a community. So the most common thing I see is that people will put up bonus episodes on there or they'll put regular episodes that they put on their regular podcast feed, but they'll take the ads out and it'll be ad free. So If you've ever listened to True Crime Obsessed, that's like my number one road trip podcast to listen to. They have a huge Patreon community and they put tons of bonus content up there. They have a ton of ads in their episodes. And so they put episodes ad-free in their Patreon community. And they do have a tier that's available to access that that's only $5 a month. So it's really not, you know, a hefty investment on the audience's part. I said before, I have a client who does have a Patreon community. It's been super successful. And she, so she was in the influencer space on Instagram and she wanted to get off of social media. And so she made a plan that she was going to start this podcast, 
and she was going to give it a year to grow her audience, make people aware of it. And then a few months in, she would start this Patreon community. And that's what she did. And it's been very successful for her. So she does things like monthly Zoom calls or happy hours, I think is what she calls them, where people can get on Zoom and it's just a place for everybody to connect together. And she also gives, she does have sponsors. So she'll give like additional discounts to the people that are part of this community. And then she's very into like fashion and clothes. And so I believe she does like, she'll help style people in the community and help them like pick out clothes and things like that, which is really cool for them and their family. So there's lots of creative ways that you can go about this. You can also do merchandise through Patreon. So you can create merchandise for your podcast, for your business, and sell it through this community. Also, people who have any kind of like live shows will give ticket discounts or early signups, things like that. So thinking about Patreon and whether or not it's a good option for you, I would think about this. Do you need an existing audience to be on Patreon? Honestly, I would say yes. You do need some sort of audience if you're going to have a successful Patreon community in the sense of like monetary success. I'm interrupting this episode to let you know of a resource I have created just for you. One of the most common questions podcasters ask is, how can I grow my podcast audience? My top answer is to guest on other podcasts. Think about it. When you're intentional about which podcast you guest on, you're getting in front of ideal customers who are also podcast listeners. So how do you land interviews that will give you big results? I've put together a three-episode private podcast series all about how to approach the podcast guesting strategy. You can access it by heading to podcastingforeducators.com slash private podcast. I'll see you there. Now back to today's episode. So if you have a really big social media following that is also super engaged and you are thinking of starting a podcast or maybe you've already started a podcast, you could probably do really, really well on Patreon. Otherwise, I think it's going to take some time to make it worth it for you. I also don't think that you have to feel like you have to add a ton of things every month to this community. If you're going to have a $5 tier option for your listeners, that could just be a monthly Zoom call where you are doing something that's going to be valuable to them, talking about something that's going to be helpful for them. It doesn't have to be that you're pouring a million different resources and putting a ton of time into this. It can be something really simple, but something really valuable and really focus on that connection piece with your listeners. So I think it's a cool option if you want to form a community, but you don't want to create like a traditional membership. So that's option number one. Option number two is probably what you think of when you think of monetizing your podcast, and that is sponsors. And it can be really hard to find the right information online about how to approach sponsorships for your podcast. If you think about it compared to 
other types of sponsors, things are relatively still new in the podcasting space. And truly, there is no like set industry standard for advertising on podcasts. But I'm going to give you a few different ways that you could approach getting sponsors for your show. You may have heard of something called CPM. And CPM stands for cost per mill. Mill means thousand. So if you were to Google podcast sponsor rates or something like that, CPM is probably going to pop up in your search results. And that's because that's kind of like what people think about when they think about sponsors. Now, podcast advertising rates, they really do vary from podcast to podcast. But typically, when you're talking about CPM, you're looking at like 25 to 50 per mil. So $25 to $50 per thousand downloads. And if that sounds like a lot to you, I am with you. I think that that's a lot too. So like if a podcast CPM is $25, that means that you would get paid $25 for every thousand listens that an episode receives. And usually that's based on the consistent average downloads that each episode gets within its first 30 to 60 days. I I usually see more of like the 30 to 45 day range. So if you put out an episode and it gets 2,000 downloads on average after 30 days, then that's $50 at a $25 CPM rate. And you may be thinking, if I'm getting 1,000 downloads per episode after 30 days, that's a really good number, and it is. It's a very good number, and I'm only getting 25, maybe 50 bucks in my pocket for that. Is it even worth it to do it? And Honestly, I would say no. I would say like minimum $100 per episode to make it worth your time to record that ad, put it in your episodes, have that back and forth communication with the sponsors, all of that. But I have good news for you. In my honest opinion, I think you can kind of take the whole CPM, the traditional CPM model and kind of throw it out the window because there are so many other options that I have seen people use and I've seen work and be much more profitable. You can do affiliate ads. So you could approach a company and create a package with them where you get paid based on how many people purchase the product that you're advertising. So that's an option. So they're not necessarily giving you any money up front you would get paid based on how many people actually purchase. Just like if you have an Amazon affiliate account, it's very similar. But ideally in this situation, you would be making more than you make on Amazon because I know that it takes a lot to really make some money with Amazon affiliate links. But tons of podcasters create their own packages that really are not based on any kind of industry standard. So you can create a flat rate package. So what this would look like would be maybe like a six episode package for X amount of dollars. And a way to really bump that price up is you can add in extras. So what a lot of people do now is they might include a 30 second ad in their episodes, but they'll also include a mention in their newsletter four times a month or two social media posts, or five Instagram stories about the sponsor's product. So 
if you have a large social media following or a large email list, then adding in those extras is going to be a really smart move for you. I really think that you have absolutely nothing to lose by reaching out to sponsors. Do you need some kind of audience? 100% yes. Do you need 10,000 downloads per episode? No. The more niche that your audience is, the better. That's really important. You want to be really clear on your audience, and the more specific it is, the better that's going to be for your pitch when you reach out to sponsors. So it's really all about finding the right sponsors for your audience. So what are your next steps if you're interested in approaching possible sponsors? Number one, the number one thing you need to do before you even go out and start kind of researching who would be a good sponsor for you is you need to get really specific information about your audience to show that they are a good fit for when the time comes for you to find sponsors. So you want to be getting information like their ages, their gender, their occupation, average income, if you can, let's see, their hobbies, their likes, their dislikes, their pain points. Are they moms? Are they elementary school teachers? Are they pet owners? You know, like really get specific on that. And the best way to do this is to send out a listener survey because you're not going to find these kind of specific details, at least not accurately, on a podcast app or your podcast host or anything like that. So you could create, I mean, you could just put together a Google form if you don't use something else for your forms. You could create a Google form and send it out to your email list and put it on your social media and offer an incentive to get people to fill it out. Talk about it on your podcast. Definitely talk about it on your podcast. So there's lots of ways to get this survey out there, but definitely offer an incentive because people need an incentive to get them to click that survey and take it, no matter how short it is. So after you have your information about your audience, your next step is going to be to create a media kit. There's tons of templates for this on Canva, but this is going to be you know, several different slides that tells about your show, about your audience, about your packages. So you're gonna include information about your show, things like average monthly downloads or average downloads per episode after 30 days. You can mention like your top five or your top 10 popular episodes, how many ratings and reviews you have, things like that, as well as other impressive numbers that doesn't necessarily have to do with your podcast, like email subscribers, Instagram followers, TPT followers, Pinterest followers, any kind of like impressive number that you can include is going to kind of set you apart. Then you'll, of course, want to include the information about your audience in this media kit, letting the sponsor know who is listening, because they don't so much care about the content that you're putting out on your podcast. They care about who are the people that are listening. And then you'll include your packages. So you can come up with your own packages and pitch it as you please. (laughs) So when you create packages for sponsors, you want to have a few different options. I'd say like three to four different options is good. I wouldn't do more than four. I think that gets just a little like too many options. 
it gets to be like analysis paralysis when you have any more than four options. So when you're creating your packages, in each package, decide how many episodes you want to include in that package. Add placement. So there's three big options for ad placement. There's the pre-roll, which is before the episode starts or like very soon after that. So it could be like maybe you have an intro and then your ad would be right there before your content. That's pre-roll. Mid-roll is it can be scattered throughout the meat of the episode, which is typically like the middle of the episode. I like to put those mid-roll ads kind of like right before the halfway point if possible. And then there's the post-roll, which is at the very end. So pre-roll and mid-roll are the best spots for ads. They're the ones that the data has shown that people take the most action on. And so those ads are going to cost more than a post-roll. And then in your package, you'll want to include any kind of extras like we talked about before, social media posts, newsletters, things like that. And then, of course, your pricing. You make your own pricing. Start small, gain some sponsors, and then you'll have people that you can say, hey, I've worked with this person or this person, and then you can raise as you go. Another approach, I was at a podcasting conference and I was talking to somebody who has been very successful with sponsorships, and she told me that her approach that she's used is instead of putting pricing on her media kit when she sends it to sponsors, she puts kind of like puts the ball in their court and says, let me know what your budget is. And she's been very successful with that. So that's kind of two different options for you. So if you build an audience and you find the right fit sponsor, you really can be very profitable with sponsorships. I've seen many people, including people that I've worked with, who have had packages of six to eight episodes that have been in like the five to $8,000 range. So if you don't have this huge audience, start somewhere. If you could aim to get $300 a month, $500 a month, $1,000 a month, that would be pretty great, right? To put a 30-second ad in each episode. Like I said, if you are curious and interested in in having sponsors for your show, do the research on your listeners, put together a media kit for yourself, and start doing some research on what would be good fits for you and just give it a shot because honestly, there's nothing to lose and the worst that'll happen is that they'll say no. Some people will try and get sponsors right away when they first start their show and sometimes it works, but I would say that you really wanna give yourself time to grow an audience, form your unique voice and your messaging learn more about your listeners, and then reach out. The person that I work with that has been successful with sponsorships, she waited one year before even approaching sponsors. So give it some time and have this in the back of your mind as something that you can try when you're ready. If your listeners are some sort of educator, like a teacher or a counselor, that is a great thing because that's a pretty specific audience. And I think there's lots of great sponsors that would be the perfect fit for them. Okay. So we talked about Patreon. We talked about sponsors. There's one more option that I want to talk about. And this is my very favorite option. And that is to be your own sponsor 
and monetize your podcast by promoting your own products or services. I really think that this is the best way to monetize, especially especially at the beginning. You already have your products or your resources or your service. You know it's what your audience needs. It's a perfect match. Podcasting is so perfect for TPT sellers, online course creators, those of you that have memberships, et cetera. So you can create ads for your own show. People need to hear things over and over and over. So you can create a 30-second ad promoting whatever it is that you want to promote. I would choose one thing, like your main thing, whether that's your TPT store or your online course or your online membership or a masterclass that you have, whatever it is. I think that people... Some people have absolutely no problem creating ads. Other people get kind of hung up on this because they think that an ad might be kind of annoying for people, but that would be the exact same scenario if you had sponsors and the podcast apps have that skip ahead button that people can push if they really don't want to hear your ad. So I would encourage you to try and get past that fear if you're experiencing that. Obviously, don't put like 20 ads in your show, but very likely you are not talking about your offerings as much as you think you are. And data actually shows that ads do not bother people and that a huge percentage of people actually take action on those ads. So of course, that's one approach. You can use an ad to consistently promote one of your products or services or resources. Or you could take a second approach, which is to only offer freebies on your show and focus on the strategy of giving them a freebie, having a landing page where they have to give you their email address, you get them on your email list, and then you sell to them through your email list. So two options, use ads or focus on freebies. I hope that this was helpful for you and gave you some ideas on possibilities of monetizing your podcast. And I hope that It helps you to see that you can be your own sponsor for your show. If you have any follow-up questions after hearing this episode, you can always reach out to me on Instagram at podcasting for educators. Otherwise, I will meet you here next week. If you have any questions or takeaways from this episode, send me a message on Instagram at podcasting for educators. I'd love to hear from you. All links and resources mentioned can be found in the show notes at podcastingforeducators.com. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Bye for now.